When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. Good at one. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Throws it down with a ferocious two-handed dunk. Your chance to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show is presented by Anthony's Restaurants. Showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. Welcome in to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We are live at Chinooks on this MLK edition of Husky Basketball. Talking men's and women's hoops here at Chinooks. It's Fisherman's Terminal, Lise Woodward in the house. We've got women's head coach Tina Langley here. And for the ladies, did, did y'all go wire to wire yesterday in Corvallis? Just dominant on the road against Oregon State. That was that was a fun game to watch. Also, the men coming off a sweep against Bay Area schools. We'll have head coach Mike Hopkins here coming up at the bottom of the hour. But uh, coming up next, Tina Langley, Elise Woodward, talking about the, uh, the ladies' trip down to the Oregon schools to take on the Ducks and the Beavers. Just dominated the Beavs yesterday. Looking forward to hearing Tina Langley with Elise Woodward next, live at Chinooks on this MLK edition of the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. 
Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Coming to Emerald Queen Casino, Friday, January 27th, it's Belle Biv DeVoe. That girl is Belle Biv DeVoe, BBD. Fused hip-hop beats, R&B harmonies. Tickets at emeraldqueen.com. Don't miss Belle Biv DeVoe, Friday, January 27th, at Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. things figured out. There we go. Hi, from Chinooks, Fisherman's Terminal. <laughs> Glad to have you with us here. Uh, it is the Washington Women's Basketball Coaches Show. Tina Langley and Elise Woodward with you. The Huskies coming off a split on the road and really a well-played weekend for the Huskies. They started on thir- or excuse me, Friday night down at Oregon, held the lead with less than five minutes to go, uh, suffered a close loss down there, 65-58, to 58, but then bounced back on Sunday with a real dominant type of performance, uh, 56% shooting at Oregon State. They get the win 79-67, to 67, a really difficult place to play. Yeah, g- give T. Langley a round of applause for a really good weekend. Um, a really tough place to play in the Willamette Valley. Both places get really good fan support. It's loud. They're both really well-coached teams. You knew down there it was going to be a challenge. I think even even with a loss on the Friday night, to get a win against Oregon State and to play as well as you did in both, I'm, I'm assuming you're pleased. Give me your thoughts about yeah. what you saw from your team this weekend. Yeah, really proud of the girls. I mean, uh, I thought even after the Oregon game, um, it, uh, you know, you could tell that we weren't too – um, terribly hard on ourselves you know it was a, a chance to just go in and reflect and and um, and be able to to decide what we needed to be better at for the next game and I thought it was one of our best um, closes in the sense that we were able to come in and know uh, we played uh, well at times against Oregon there were some things we did really well on the road in that environment there were some things we didn't and we were going to get a chance to do it again on Sunday and there was a lot of excitement for that uh, instead of hanging on to the disappointment, I think we turned around and we were pretty excited for a chance to, to do things a little better. You told me, and I'd forgotten, that you did not play in year one as the head coach at Washington in the Willamette Valley. You didn't play at Oregon last year. You didn't play at Oregon State last year. So this is your first time walking in either gym. This is your first time being in Eugene or Corvallis. It's just your first time. So you kind of felt like what the freshmen and sophomores felt like of, well, okay, you got to get your bearings about you. And the Oregon State locker room is still really weird to get to. You got to go downstairs, around the corner. Is it still that way? It is. It, it's just a random, weird place to go in and out of the locker room. I remember that as a player. But um, just because they've been so successful and so hard to beat down there on their home floor for so many years, just what, you know, what was the atmosphere like, and how did it live up to what you thought it would be like down there? Uh, you know, I think, again, because we had just played at Oregon, I think the young women, were we weren't really focused on the atmosphere so much as, you know, what is the game plan and how will we execute it, how will we communicate with one another uh, in this environment, you know, what will our uh, failure recovery be, you know, how quickly can we move on uh, to the next thing. And I thought that that's just the way we approached the entire game from the, from the tip until the end. Uh, you know, just really focused and not uh, really thinking much about the environment. It was pretty amazing the way you shot the basketball. It, 79 points. You had 49 points in the first half. I think you were 5 of 7 from 3 at halftime. Just a lot of smiles, a lot of feel good. I mean, it's true. When, you, when the shot goes in the bucket, you feel good. That, no matter how you're playing on it, any other factor, when the ball goes in the hoop, everybody feels better about things. And it was going down at a record rate in the first half. It was incredible. And you can see people just having a ton of fun. What was that like to see your team really bust out yeah. and just shoot lights out? Yeah, I think, you know, we have a very uh, tight-knit group. These young women are just tremendous. Our coaching staff feels so fortunate to have the opportunity to coach them. And anytime you can see young people have joy, uh, it's just the best feeling in the world. So to be able to see us play a little bit more free and, um, you know, to have some fun while we play and, 
uh, we have a tendency to be a little harder on ourselves sometimes. And so it was really neat to see us just go out and play and, and have some fun. You know, there's some that I'm always, for those that enjoy life, enjoy mm-hmm. every single celebration, for those that want to rush the field at a football game, <laughs> I say go for it. Have yes. fun. If you want to go celebrate, go celebrate. So your team in the locker room had a chance. They were spraying water. It looked like they were having a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Did you get doused with water when you went in the locker room? Tell me about that they celebration. They were very kind to us. You know, I think that uh, I think that they had an opportunity to celebrate one another. Uh, and, and again, this team is working really, really hard. And um, you know, we continue to improve. And you do want to just see some success with it at times. And I think that's one of the things that can get difficult, and you can lose some hope or. Um, you know, some excitement for it when you, you continue to have to battle and you don't get the results you want. And this group um, did not. They continued to fight knowing we were going to get there. We were getting better every day at practice. And, and so I think we're, uh, you know, continue to be encouraged for growth. Well, and on that note, I thought you played really well at Oregon. You didn't yeah. get the win. Mm-hmm. So that can get frustrating no matter how well you're playing. But you're playing against teams that are so- – Top 25. Mm-hmm. Oregon was ranked 21 when you went down there, mm-hmm. and you had a lead with five, point, uh, five minutes to go, less than five minutes to go. What did you take away from that game? You know, a lot. Uh, just, you know, where to, you know, where we can be a little bit better, and, and even our defensive strategy. I, I thought I could have made some changes late game. I think, um, you know, as a team, we're learning each other, our strengths. We have a lot of depth. If you look at just bench scoring at Oregon State, um, you know, we're getting more and more consistent as a group, and so every team has such a different style of play and I thought at Oregon you know there were some uh, people that could really step up and and play well there and I thought Oregon State you know there were some different people that could step in and play well there and I think we're just learning uh, how to put people in the right places and and give them the best opportunity for success. One of the players that I love that came off the bench and hit two big threes Mm. and she's got a great shot but Emma Grothaus the transfer from Lehigh she scored over a thousand points in her career at Lehigh over 700 rebounds Um, and for her she hit two big threes, and she mm-hmm. seems like she's always kind of like this, but to have her show the expression yeah. and to – and I know she's been through a really hard time. It was just the one-year anniversary of her mom passing mm-hmm. uh, from an autoimmune disease, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And so it's been hard for her, and she transferred out here. This is her first year in Seattle. Uh, but it seems like she's meshed in really well with this team and likes Seattle. And, and that was a, one of the best moments of her year here in Seattle, I thought, on the road against a really good mm-hmm. Oregon State team to get those two threes. Yeah, well, first of all, Emma is one of the most amazing humans you'll ever meet and um, just incredibly, incredibly wise, smart, uh, you know, talented, a great basketball player. I think that, um, you know, she's incredibly unselfish. And, um, you know, I think she's finding, you know, uh, how well her strengths do fit us and uh, getting more and more aggressive and she looks uh, you know better and better every day and so love that she had you know some great moments important moments for us going into the half the last shot uh, to give us one more kind of jolt of momentum and uh and a little excitement i think and um and and so it was just fun it's, it really means a lot to be able to see uh, young people have some fun and it seems like her personality is one where she's almost trying to hold <laughs> back her smile like she doesn't want to get too excited is that accurate well yeah she does yeah she's very um Measured. Mild, yes. Um, very calm all the time. And so I think her teammates really enjoy it when she has a good time. See, that would be me. I would, I would always be trying to yeah. her teammate to try to get her fired up. I to know you sleep. would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make her do a dance or do something like that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I had a teammate like that, Melinda Lynch, who oh. was from Utah, and I loved her. And we were always trying to get her to do silly things. Most of the time she'd comply. She, she was good-natured about it. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Emma was, would too. Yeah, you can could, try next time you we see could, I, that's true. I could, uh, you know, but uh, that's part of it, though, having that good relationship with your teammates and having everybody had fun. Another player that came off the bench that uh, has been playing really well for you is Hannah Stein. Mm-hmm. She had a career high against Oregon State, not only in points. She had 17 points. She shot the ball really well. I thought her decision-making mm-hmm. was absolutely on point, and mm-hmm. she had some passes where she thread the needle, <laughs> had a little sass to it. Like, Love that. Really showed how yeah. high level that – she is with a career high and assist as well with five. Right. Tell me about her floor game and her overall game, what you liked. Well, how much fun was that to see? Awesome. You know, it's so much fun to see a young person, you know, hit that stride of confidence. Like, okay, I've been here. I know what we're doing. I know what we're trying to accomplish. And I can do this, you know. And she understands her teammates and um, style of play. And, and she's an exceptional IQ, so she actually understands yep. her opponents really well. And I think that's what puts her in a great uh, position. And I I really love her growth in 
uh, you know, she understands that a game can't be mistake-free. And I think sometimes when you enter the game as a freshman, you feel like every mistake is the weight of the world. And I think this team has really done a great job of helping each other understand we have to allow ourselves to make mistakes, learn from them quickly, try not to make the same one again. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and just keep moving on. And so you're not going to have a turnover-free game uh, as a team which means, you know, we're not going to have them individually. And so I love her growth there. I thought that she was very poised, uh, even, you know, late game when they decided to put some pressure on, I thought it really helped us. Yeah, and I would also say that for her, you could see the joy that she played with in that game. Mm -hmm, Very much, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes when you do find your comfort level, you allow yourself to express joy. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we're not sure, you know, uh, you you can't even have fun in the fun moments. And so I think it's really important that you have that comfort level. And I hope every one of our young women are starting to feel really, you know, just understanding how valuable they are and um, what they can bring to the team. How much do you think there's just a sense of, just with the way you're playing also getting the win but with both factors that you there is a sense of maybe just all right take a breath we're good like let's just go play and not not be as anxious about worrying about the result just you know play the game the right way and good things are going to happen yeah i think it's a it's a tough blend i mean it's a heck of a conference and so you know (laughs) we're going to prepare for a great weekend um, against two great teams again and that'll be night in and night out and so what is the balance of preparing from a strategic standpoint and going out and playing a little bit free and i think we're finding our way with that this was an absolutely insane weekend of pac-12 women's basketball and i know you're on the road and you're traveling and you did all those things but the fact that USC knocked off number two Stanford it's the first time that Stanford has lost to a Pac-12 opponent in 40 meetings there was a 39 game winning streak and USC snapped that so Stanford dropped from second to fourth uh Washington State got a road sweep against Oregon State and then they went in and knocked off number 21 Oregon in a crazy finish that went to overtime and Grace Van Sluten, a true freshman, had to make two free throws, which was insane. And then the Utah-Arizona game went down mm. to the wire, which anybody won. It was an insane weekend. And it, I, I think what the lesson was for your team is that if you play well, mm. you can beat anybody. That's right. If you don't play well, you're going to lose to anybody. That's right. Like, but every single game, depending on matchups, mm-hmm. you got a chance to go mm-hmm. in there. How much are they starting to believe that with the way that they've played? Already knocking off Wazoo, already knocking off Oregon State, uh, two teams that are, you, mm-hmm. you know, really good basketball teams, mm-hmm. and then nearly getting results against Utah and Oregon. Right, yeah. I mean, I think definitely so. I think, you know, one of the things we talk about is consistency and efficiency. And so, you know, this team's understanding that we have to consistently uh, prepare the same way. Uh, you know, from even the way we shot the last couple of weeks, I thought the time that we put uh, in our shooting and thoughtfulness to that and how we did it and, you know, and, and we won't uh, change that process. And so I think it's important that we continue to just um, stay true to the process. Yeah, one of those players that absolutely shot the ball well. And like last year, she started a little bit slow, but she got hot and then led you in Pac-12 play. That's more in shorts. We'll talk about her coming up. When Washington fans are ready for action on the hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch the game. And when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, they head to Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Come join us every Monday. We are here at Chinooks during the basketball season. We're going to be back. This is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill and less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this season you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! Show Tina Langley, the head coach of the dogs. I'm Elise Woodward. Glad to have you with us. The Huskies coming off a 79 to 67 win at Oregon State, a game that they started hot. The second quarter was phenomenal, I believe. I don't have the box that pulled up right in front of me. I believe you outscored Oregon State in that quarter 23 to 6. And then you ended up winning that game uh, by 13 points. So that second quarter was the difference. You had the big three right before halftime. Um, but the story I thought for the weekend, and she continues to just be really consistent, hit big shots. Lauren Schwartz went over a thousand points for her career, a phenomenal career number. Uh, she had 17.6 boards, four assists in that game at Oregon State, and it felt like when the ball came to her, it, good things were happening wherever she was. Um, just, I mean, a great career achievement, a great individual game, and a great weekend for Lauren as well. But with what she did at Oregon as she was in double figures down against the Ducks as well with 10 points. So what did Lauren do for you this weekend? Uh, just consistency, as we talked about. That's what we're trying to grow in as a team. And so, you know, you can always depend on Lauren. She understands strategy, game plans. She works incredibly hard, is incredibly talented, uh, and so and, and a great teammate. So I, I just think it's uh, it's neat to see her success. Seems like she's gritty. Is she the grittiest very, player on yeah. your team? She's like definitely she'll take a hit. <laughs> very <she's>... competitive. <laughs> right. Yes. I love that. She'll about take a charge her. on anyone. She does not mind. So we were ready to go. Uh, you know, for the last couple of teams, and so. Uh, we put her on some people. We, we practiced a few charges. She, she did it in practice. It was great. Uh, so, yeah, she's a warrior. She'll do anything you ask. So I, she came here. She's from Kentucky, which I think is the first player that I can remember in Washington history growing up and graduating from a high school in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Then she went to Rice in Houston where you were. And then when you came here to Washington, she wanted to follow you here. And, and she's been great now in her second year on Montlake. Um, when do you remember first – seen Lauren when oh, she was in high school. Yeah, and, w- and what did you like about <laughs> her? It was the exact game. I know her, um, the assistant coach of her AAU team, uh, very, very well. And, uh, you know, so uh, not long after that, I was like, uh, what is her story? Because <laughs> yeah. I was at Rice and assumed she was um, going to go to, a, you know, Power 5 school in the, in the southeast. And so, um, you know, she's a wonderful family, um, wonderful young lady. And so we're just very fortunate that we, you know, had a great bond and, um, I think have similar values and uh, just love her. And so I'm grateful that she came out here. I think she loves the University of Washington and I'm really, really proud to be here and, and so excited she's here. When you are out recruiting, what is it that every coach has like, if I see this, I'm going to really tune into you and yeah. see what you're about. Is there one thing that makes you like take mm. out that notepad or the computer and start writing notes? What, do you, what really gets you excited on the recruiting trail when you see a player? I think it's, you couldn't say it's one thing. I think there is a competitive fire that young people have that is just very immediate. You're like, this is a warrior that obviously I think, you know, the ability to score the basketball is really important and and, um, understanding the game. You can see that in the way we play. Um, But when you watch a young person that just really competes, you can see that in our, uh, you know, our classes and our current team, you can see that kind of growth of uh, that mindset of we're going to find a way. Uh, that young people have and so um, you know you could just tell a young person has a good IQ and, and has that competitive fire. Do you remember what Jeff taught you about Lauren? Was it that? All of it. Yeah, all, all of, of it. that, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a, I don't know if you know Boo Williams, but it was a big tournament, big, big recruiting tournament, EYBL. And so uh, we were watching the top teams uh, in the nation, AAUIs, play each other. And 
she was on a team with a lot of players that were highly recruited. And um, I just thought she really stood out as, as you know, just a fiery competitor that um, was obviously very talented. And you mentioned her family from Kentucky. I know they tune in and watch just about every broadcast, mm-hmm. don't they? They have a watch party. Yeah, I think so, yeah. See Lauren. And yes, yeah. They traveled out to Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament. I mean, it's really fun when you get all these players from all around the nation that yeah. all join up in Seattle. That's what I loved about Washington. You know, when I first came here, I thought, you know, I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to come to Washington. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been, high academic. Um, such great community and fan support, amazing alumni network. And so I'd like to think that we can continue to recruit um, throughout the country. Yeah, it's uh, certainly from across the country. And recruiting has become a much wider, wider. it's because of digital and online mm-hmm. that you can see game films so much easier. Mm-hmm. And there's no surprises anymore. There's not a kid that's going to be hidden, even if they're from a high, small high school, right? It's pretty hard. I mean, you know a few states and you know a few pockets that you can check into that don't really do the AAU circuit and maybe have grown up a little bit different from a social media standpoint, but there's not many. Yeah. And then what about international? There's currently mm-hmm. no international kids except for Darcy Reese, uh, the Australian uh, who was here before you got here. Do you like the uh, international recruiting scene? Because it is a completely different network in mm-hmm. terms of who you talk to and how you find kids. And it seems like a whole different world out there. And I don't even know how that exactly that works with the international recruiting. What are your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I've been really fortunate to coach a lot of players throughout the world, really. And um, it's really fun to bring in different cultures. And It is. Um, I think the most important thing is that there's just a shared set of values, a certain way um, that a program operates and that you fit that, that set of values. Um, and so we've been really fortunate to find some you know, young people right now that we really like. Um, you know, so we're excited to continue to build that as well. I love my international teammates. Laura Sebasta was uh, Frenchie when I was here, who was a beautiful, beautiful, amazing player and an even better person. And she she runs a a basketball clinic over in um, France. We got it. We got to get you guys connected. She's uh, yeah. She she was an amazing Husky back in her time, uh, three years here as a Husky. Um, I want to talk defense. I thought you guys played really well defensively this weekend. And one of the things that jumped out is Oregon State has a tremendous. Um, presence in their front court, six foot nine, Yelena Mitrovich, and then six foot four, um, Beers down low, and both of these players really just talented. Uh, Beers, I think, had double doubles in ten of her first sixteen games as a collegiate athlete at the mm-hmm. Power Five level. Incredible! You were able to hold her to just one of five from the field, and it felt like whenever she touched the ball. It was multiple purple jerseys around here. What was the game plan, and how did you execute it? Because uh, she's had so much success, and she's just so physically dominant, mm-hmm. and you yeah. were able to at least hold her below her averages. Well, I think that's uh, obviously you just said it. It's a great team effort. I thought that, you know, we spent, you get a day in between the two games, and we went up to Oregon State's uh, practice facility and went through, you know, exactly how we would play several of their actions. and. Um, just the, what their tendency are, tendencies are and, and how we might need to address those. And it's, it is, um, you know, quite a challenge um, because they do have true, true centers and play them together even. And so uh, I thought the girls did a great job, um, you know, understanding how we would play specific personnel, I mean, across the board, because uh, some guards we didn't put as much ball pressure on, some we did. You know, some we helped in on, some we didn't, you know. And so I think that uh, that took a lot in a one-day turnaround and, and really says a lot about our team. And, you know, we, we've called out a couple of, uh, you know, individuals scoring-wise and things like that. But I think the thing that's really special about this team is you could go through the box score and talk about even offensively, you know, because we had a lot of people in double digits and, and people yep. in, that are really it's, it's throughout the team starting to contribute that's what's going to make us really special and I think that's the same on the defensive end it's you know without the ball pressure our post defense you know is not going to survive and with you know it's just a it's such a team effort obviously it's kind of the cliche thing to say but really proud of the way we continue to build that you mentioned consistency and I thought she was really good on both ends of the floor and that was Delia Daniel she had 14 points at Oregon and I thought she played good defense as well and then 14 points against Oregon State Mm -hmm. Against those front lines, Oregon has a player inside Philly Che that's six foot eight. Mm-hmm. Oregon State has two players that are huge, as I mentioned, with Mitrovich at six foot nine and Beers at six foot four. 
these are big presents, and she really, I thought, mm -hmm. played under control. Very much. Had some nice open court steals. Mm -hmm. um, it, just, can you give us what you thought of Delia Daniels and what she was able to do this weekend for you? Yes, I thought this was a tremendous weekend for her to understand how she would be uh, contributing, uh, you know, on both ends of the floor and what her, um, you know, where she could just bring great value uh, to her team, and I thought she was willing to do those things, and so... Uh, you know, in both of those games, you have to change up what you do a little bit with your center when there's such a, si a size discrepancy. And even before the Oregon State game, we were still talking about making a few changes to what we do with our center. And, and um, I just appreciate her openness and understanding of we want to put everyone in the best position so that we can still attack um, and not just assume we can't score in the paint. Um, but we're going to have to do it differently against different teams. And so uh, I thought she did a tremendous job of understanding that and, and um, you know, understanding the game plan. Well, I just love her quickness. Me too. It, when, <laughs> when, yeah, you love it a lot more than I do, I'm sure. I, what I really appreciate and I find myself wondering is when you line up and do, like, sprints or when you're in drills where it's, like, side to side or quickness, Delea has got to be as fast as your guards, isn't she? At six well, foot four. Our team will tell you that it's not often that we put them on the line. They would actually be really excited to tell you that, probably. But um, yeah, Which just I agree with. I, I hated that as a player. <laughs> I don't know why we do that, uh, but sometimes we don't know what else to do. Uh, but <laughs> sometimes you need you know, it. Um, but uh, you know, when we do, you can see in transition. Um, oh, she's you know she's just incredibly fast. We have a lot of really fast players. I yeah. mean, there was a day where they took off because I didn't know what else to do. I'm kidding, uh, but we we did run a down and back for a, a consequence because it was a competition, and um, you know they're just incredibly fast group, and so uh, it's fun to see. I'm sure Jada Noble is up there. Yeah, Jada. I mean, obviously Tegan was a track star, and yeah. so I mean they're just you know Hannah's way faster. We told her she was in trouble because we know how fast she is now. <laughs> so uh, you know it's fun to see them. Really Hannah was out. up there too. Oh yeah. But like when Delia Daniels at six four gets the ball in the high post. Haley Van Dyke. I mean she's oh, a yeah. jet. Oh yeah. She's <laughs> I mean, she's so athletic. Yes. <laughs> and Haley had a great game as well with fourteen she's points so down good, against yeah. Oregon. I just yeah. think um, Delia in the high post mm -hmm. when she jabs and goes and, and just two dribbles. She's at the rim. It's, rim. Yeah. She can get there and win. Yeah. yeah. It's it's. She, I mean her explosiveness out. with that size is incredible. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like something that at that high post you run in the offense, it's it's pretty impressive. And Haley Van Dyke with those 14 points against Oregon, and you mentioned it. She right now is the Pac-12's active career leader mm -hmm. in steals. She has yeah. more than anybody else in this entire conference. She's just been so consistent on that end of the floor since even as a freshman. What, what have you seen from your fifth-year senior? I mean, what haven't I seen? And she's been incredible. And I'll, I'll tell you, we, we need to celebrate her for another week for her 1,000th point. Absolutely. Because if it wasn't for you, I don't know that we would have known to celebrate that. And so we, um, she's just one of the most unselfish kids um, that you'll ever see. And her joy for her teammates, it says everything about her um, because she is a dominant player and can do a lot of things for us. And, of course, draws a lot of attention because of that. Yeah. And so uh, because of the way she plays and her unselfishness, it's really helped grow our team. Um, but she can score the basketball. You saw her shoot a well at Oregon State. Yep. And, um, she's been working really, really hard and continue to increase her perimeter game and her efficiency. And But she's also incredible backdoor, posting up, defends anybody, one through five. I mean, that's what makes a pro is a, is a player that can play multiple positions. And um, she does that so incredibly well. It's It's been fun to see her evolution. And we're I swear she's just getting started. She's been well, special. The thing about Haley, as you mentioned, is she is so athletic and she has a motor. Like it, I feel like she doesn't get that tired. Like she's just so athletic. Yeah. And the, the ironic part about it is sometimes I feel like she's in too much of a rush. <laughs> and when she just calms down and plays yeah. and doesn't try to do, she's yeah. unstoppable. Right. At Oregon, I thought that pace was just incredible. Yeah. Again, carrying over into Oregon State. Um, but, you know, it was really neat to see her continued growth this weekend. And I think she's just really hitting a stride right now. And I'm excited for the rest of her season. Yeah, as a coach, it's a lot better to tell a player to slow down than to try oh to get my gosh, to speed yes. up, right? Yeah, that you just can't make it. Well, that was maybe one of the things I should have said what you're looking for in recruiting because you definitely don't want to have to teach someone a motor. That's impossible. Nope, that's so, hard to do. That would not be possible. But, if somebody's uh, not playing hard when they're getting trying to get recruited, what are they going to play like when they've already? That's not a good already, sign, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, Haley would be the hardest working person in the building. So, oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, it was great. And, yes, congratulations. Haley Van Dyke last weekend able to pass the 1,000-point mark. Uh, all, of course, coming in the purple and gold uniform. And then, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Lauren Schwartz as well, her second year as a Husky getting that 1,000-point plateau. Really impressive stuff. 
uh, from those two leaders on your squad. It is the Husky Women's Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. It is the UCLA weekend with USCU just knocked off Stanford. They're going to be in town. We'll get Tina's thoughts on these two talented squads this Friday and Sunday. They will be at Alaska Airlines Arena. Come out and cheer on your Huskies. We'll be right back on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists. A proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. The there's always time for the drive through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Nothing fits your morning routine like your favorite breakfast from a sausage McMuffin to a sausage burrito to those crisp, flaky, fluffy hash browns. Mix and match them every day with buy one, get one for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Coming to Emerald Queen Casino, Friday, January 27th, it's Belle Biv DeVoe. That girl is Belle Biv DeVoe, BBT. Fused hip-hop beats, R&B harmonies. Tickets at emeraldqueen.com. Don't miss Belle Biv DeVoe, Friday, January 27th, at Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. This weekend, UCLA Friday, USC on Sunday at noon. A little quick scouting report. UCLA, you want the fans out. That's a really good team, top ten in America. Excited to see everyone in the, in the gym. And so please come out and support. We're going to celebrate the girls uh, that have scored 1,000 and uh, excited to take the court against UCLA and USC. All right, this weekend, come on back. My, uh, Tony Castricone and Mike Hopkins coming up next. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals. On the court, 
and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured, you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, Hop, stop talking. Come on over here. It's time for the Husky Basketball Coaches Show, live at Chinooks in Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Tony Castricone, the head coach of Husky Men's Basketball, Mike Hopkins, with you up until 7 o'clock tonight. We got the NFL playoffs on the big screen. We got the best seafood in Seattle. We got the head coach of the Huskies coming off a sweep over Stanford and Cal this weekend. Congratulations on a good weekend of basketball. Thank you very much. How about Coach Langley going down to Oregon State and beating their butts? Huh? How about it? Huh? Taking down the beeves. I love it. So uh, a good weekend for Husky basketball all the way around. Uh, let's start by talking about your group in that Thursday night game against Stanford because I know it had been a tough stretch of five games before that and five tough opponents before that. And, and your guys came into that game hungry for a win. And I, I thought – Save for the first maybe, you know, two minutes of the ball game there. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was one heck of a night, a, a big time. 86, was it 86 to 69 win over the Cardinals? Yeah, we were down, I think, 8-0. We had to call a timeout, like a wake-up timeout. Like, guys, you've played basketball your whole lives. You know, have fun. Enjoy it. And they, uh, we did. We, we, we put some young guys in. They had a lot of energy, able to, you know, get some deflections, get some steals, get in transition, get the crowd involved in the game, and get that 20-point halftime lead, which was huge, and we didn't look back. Yeah, you haven't really had a first half like that very often, except for maybe the game at Arizona. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I want to say the first eight minutes or so of the first half, you know, even after that, you know, under-16 timeout, you came out, you were playing better, but it was still a low-scoring yeah. game for the first eight minutes. What flipped that final 12 minutes where you end up scoring about 40 points in 12 minutes? Well, I tell you, when you get uh, Keon Minifield and uh, Corin Johnson and P.J. Fuller, uh, the team speed, when we were, we were going from one end of the court to the next, you know, to the other as yeah. fast as I've, since I've been here. I mean, the passing, the speed, getting up and down the court. We got easy baskets, got the crowd involved. That obviously, you know, really kicked in our defense, and we just kept going. But the biggest thing, Tony, was – the year before, we were up 20 at halftime against Stafford, and it became a one-possession game right. with like a minute to go in the game. So, you know, to be able to sustain that for 40 minutes is what I was proud of the guys. Yeah, of. probably the, the best 40 minutes. I mean, that game at Arizona was a really impressive performance, too. The win at St. Mary's continues to be a great NET win. But at home, in front of your home fans, the, the best 40 minutes all season, you think? I think so. They, You know, Stanford, you can't look at records. you got to look at matchups, and they've given us – a really tough matchup they since we've been, been here. They're uh, physical. They, yeah, they're physical. They're big. Uh, we were able to – we went small. Uh, you know, we were you know beating them down the court. We went with our speed, uh, turning them over, and uh, it was a big part of, of why we won. And those two freshmen are pretty special. And yeah. so, you know, they got it, you know, kicked into overdrive and uh, got us some easy baskets. Yeah, you brought up Corin Johnson a couple times now. By the way, Corin Johnson, Pac-12 Freshman of the Week. Yeah. How about that? Local native, Corin Johnson, who is, uh, man, I mean, I just can't, I, I can't get out of my head that we're going into the season opener, and I'm in your office in the, in the pregame interview, and we're, we're talking about, like, the roster and everything. We're like, yeah, this might be a redshirt year for Corin Johnson. We'll have to see. And then all of a sudden, Noah Williams goes down, and then, he, I mean, here's this guy just thrown into the fire. I mean, he's, he's been awesome his first half of the that season. That means, you know, like, he, you know, he was – we wanted to right short him because he had shoulder surgery. Yeah. And he literally practiced with us for about a week and a half. It wasn't his talent. It wasn't – we just didn't have any evidence. We didn't right. see it. And as – Well, it could know, be good for his development, too. It, no question. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was great for his development. That was a big thing. Get healthy. Work on your game. Understand the offense. Understand our defense. Get a year under your belt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when Noah went down, we, we talked to him about, you know, getting off a red shirt. And we didn't know. First game, he had six minutes, and he just kept growing. And we went to Anaheim and won the tournament, and he was outstanding. And then, uh, you know, this last weekend, you know, being from redshirt to freshman of the week is pretty pretty special. And he's a special talent. Anybody who saw him play at Garfield locally, the guy is – he can score. If he wasn't a basketball player, he'd be a world-class boxer. 
He's got the best hands of anybody. He steals it. Yeah, he's he deflective. Does. He's got. He's. It's just. It's uncanny. Uh, I don't want to say Thibel because that's kind of unique. But in a game, two blocks from behind, steal over here. You know, kind of uh, that free safety that can go anywhere but causes disruption. We love him. Yeah, I was going to say he averaged 15 points per game this week. But what stands out about his performance to me is always what happens on the defensive end, how disruptive he is. Now, he is really, really a a riverboat gambler. Like, he's going for it, right? And (laughs) and sometimes that results in some fouls. Sometimes that results in closing out on the three-point shooter, giving him an and one. There, there are some growing things there. What, what, what's, what are some of the things that you need to see him develop on, and, and how do you work on those? With things? young guys, he, him and him and uh, Keon Minifield are fearless, but sometimes they can be reckless, and that's when you're a freshman. And so we've got to be able to, you know, we got to coach them a lot. It's part of the deal, but you also got to let them play through mistakes because. Yeah. Their upside, like what they are right now, what they could be, is just there's there's too many pluses. Keon Minifield, his assisted turnover ratio is ridiculous, almost a two and a half to one. Uh, Corn needs to improve on that, but Corn is shooting the ball at our best percentage from the three point line at over forty percent. So, two guys that that make a lot of magic out when they're playing, not only with their speed, their defense, but their shot making and scoring ability. Yeah, Minifield assisted turnover the last three games, fifteen to five. He's really done a great job of helping distribute that rock and has been good as uh, the Huskies have kind of turned it on here as of late. And so, you know, the one thing that I just uh, – the word that I have when I see both of those guys together is just energy. I mean, there's yeah. just an intensity and energy that I think kind of flips on when those two guys come in the game. Yeah, the one thing that I see, I love the energy part, and they're, they're when they start trapping, it's, it's kind of like, you know – they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. But I, I will say the one thing I see is chemistry. Oh. Okay. They love each other. When I tell you, you know, they, they – so we were walking after practice, and they're always at each other's hip. And uh, Keon Brooks' father was here, and he says, yeah, Keon calls them thing one and thing two. <laughs> and then we said, okay, well, let me ask you a question. What, you know, what, what you know – and, and then they looked over and they go, they don't really know what that is. You know, we do. Older, I'm 53. He's right. And he said, they said, we want to be dumb and dumber. And I go, well, which one's dumb and which one's dumber? And Cora was dumb and Keon Minifield was dumber. But that's their, also their youthfulness. They're, they're fearless. They're having fun. They love college. They love playing together. There's a chemistry. Uh, 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 Keon Minifield being out of town and spending time with Corin Johnson at his house and his family cool. and being local. Really cool. It's, it's like a, it's a brotherhood. And to see them grow together, it's funny. Watch them play together. There is a chemistry like no other. As a person who reads the cat in the hat every single day right now, uh, I, I love the thing one and thing two yeah. reference. That's phenomenal. All right, lots more to get to uh, here on the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We are live at Chinooks. Uh, are you going with the the halibut and chips today? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, decisions, the decisions. The After the break. Was phenomenal. Don't put pressure on me. The cod was top notch. I so love it. You, you got to go, go for that once in a while, too. All right, we are live in Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. This is Husky Basketball from Learfield. Coming to Emerald Queen Casino, Friday, January 27th, it's Belle Biv DeVoe. That girl is Belle Biv DeVoe, BBD. Fused hip-hop beats, R&B harmonies. Tickets at emeraldqueen.com. Don't miss Belle Biv DeVoe, Friday, January 27th, at Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. The there's always time for the drive-thru deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Nothing fits your morning routine like your favorite breakfast. From a sausage McMuffin to a sausage burrito to those crisp, flaky, fluffy hash browns. Mix and match them every day with buy one, get one for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. 
Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill and less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this season you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Welcome back to Chinooks, live at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Tony Castricone, head coach Mike Hopkins here as the 11-8 Washington Huskies uh, now head to the road to take on Colorado and Utah this weekend. Uh, first coach, it's MLK Day. There are lots of great basketball going on, but, uh, you know, uh, the high school tournaments and all that stuff, that's fun. That's one thing, but also a great day to reflect on, on the life and the legacy of, of the great Dr. Martin Luther King. Amazing. He taught us so many lessons about resiliency, fighting for what you believe in, yeah, and, uh, and doing it honestly in the right way. Mm-hmm. And what a great role model for all of us. And, uh, you know, Langston and uh, Keon Brooks went, you know, they had a big march today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went and they participated and uh, just a special day to reflect on such an incredible leader. Yeah, absolutely. And and a challenge also to all of us, too, because, I mean, so often we talk about change, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's easy to change to, to cause change. It's hard to cause change for the better, yeah. right? And And so in order to be an agent for change for the better – it starts with changing yourself, and, and that was the challenge of Dr. King and, and the commitment card that he would ask everybody to sign before they would go to demonstrations and, and what he asked of people to do in the nonviolent way. Mm, I mean, that's, that's hard stuff right there. It's incredible, and especially when we went through the summer of 2020. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dr. Harris, Dr. Alexis Harris has been yeah. incredible in terms of getting us to help make a change from voting uh, to what's right, to what's wrong, to see what you're looking for when you're voting to make a difference right? and, uh, you know, how to make a difference in this world. Uh, and so, you know, our guys have, have really taken advantage of that. Uh, they've been great leaders, great role models, but obviously have a lot of work to do. This is Husky Basketball Coaches Show, live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. We have got uh, a big weekend coming up. I mean, when you talk, uh, looking at the schedule, uh, we've got six of the next seven games are quad one opportunities. You want to talk about resume building? It's all right ahead of us right now. Six of the next seven games are quad ones. The next two in the mountains at Colorado, at Utah. We'll talk about that next. Live at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal, Chinooks on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, 
you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.5% 7-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com slash UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com slash UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Last segment here on this MLK edition of the Husky Basketball Coaches Show live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Tony Castricona, head coach Mike Hopkins. Dogs are 11-8, and 3-5 and five in the Pac-12, and heading on the road to take on Colorado and Utah this weekend. Coach, I, I think it's, it's a, a couple of really good basketball teams, first of all. A couple of quad one opportunities here. We'll start with Colorado because that's the next game. That's on Thursday. It's a team you've already seen this year, a team you were able to knock off at Alaska Airlines Arena. And Colorado is a hard team to figure out because they will win some big games and they will lose to some teams that you wouldn't think a team of their caliber would lose to. And so when you take a look at the Buffaloes, how do you make sense of uh, what Tad Boyle's team brings to the table? Well, they, you know, they went out and they beat Tennessee. Tennessee was top five in the country. And uh, they beat Texas A&M, who was top 25. And uh, they have the ability. they got a great point guard in K.J. Simpson. Tristan De Silva is one of the best forwards in the country. And uh, they have a lot of other new guys. So that becomes, I think, the biggest challenge. Nick Clifford, you know, Nick Clifford, like one of the best defensive players. But, you know, they're kids. So you have a lot of ups and downs. What they are is they're great at home. Yeah. They are. They they have a I think an eighty percent winning percentage at home when Tad Boyle's been there. We've had success there the first couple of years. Yeah, we've had a lot, uh, and we've you know I, I think the biggest thing against them is you have to control KJ Simpson. You have to rebound. Last year at their place, they were plus twenty on the rebounding, yeah. and uh, sixteen of the first or I think it was nineteen of the fir- of their thirty six points in the first half last year came out of transition. That came off of our turnovers. So we got to do a better job of really handling the ball and getting back, forcing them to play in our half court. Yeah, Washington has only won five times at Colorado ever. This guy got two of them the first couple of years. Then, you know, I mean, we had the pandemic. You know, things got kind of hard after that. And, and, you know, I think last year when we went to Colorado, it was very early in the maturation yeah. of this team that yeah. we had a year ago. And, and we got them at kind of a bad time, but – you, you look at the series, we've taken three of the last four against these guys. And so it's a, it's a, it's a I think, a good matchup for us. I think it's a great matchup. And, you know, they're obviously really good. We're going to have to play really well to, to be able to come out of there with a victory. That's what you have to do on the road. You have to be able to score. That's the bottom line. Arizona, we kept scoring. Arizona State, we stopped scoring in the second half. You've yeah. got to keep scoring. We've got to limit, you know, their transition. They are good on the glass, but if we can rebound, that means that we can get out and transition, and that's when we're at our best. That's where our team speed can really show up and uh, steal a victory on the road for sure. All right, so Colorado in their wins averaging 80 points a game and their losses averaging 63 points per game. Uh, in conference play, only averaging 64.5 points per game. We'll see if we're able to kind of slow them up. Like you had mentioned, Colorado 8-1 and one at home this year, and then after that, Two days later, the Huskies are playing in Salt Lake City against a Utah team. It's off to a 5-3 and three start in conference play. And you kind of wondered, you know, at what point might Craig Smith get this thing going? He's now in year two, and it seems like some adjustments have been made. And Utah has now become a pretty tough team on their home floor, the Huntsman Center. They've been really good. Uh, Craig's a great coach. He did a great job at Utah State. Um, you know, he has his whole team back from last year. And uh, that's that's what you get when you get some continuity, some guys who understand your system, what you're believing, what you're doing. That that's a, obviously a benefit. Uh, we beat them three times last year. Uh, it would be a big challenge when you beat a team three times. You got to yeah. go there, and all they have on their billboard is what you lost three times last year. Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, people talk about the altitude, all these different things. It's just basketball. You got to execute your game plan. If we can do that, I believe we can beat anybody in our league for sure. 
Uh, 35, Brandon Carlson. I think this is, what, like the, the 18th time we've played against him. I mean, he's been around for a while at Utah, and, I mean, he's ranked in the top 10 in the league in, in just about every stat. He's a guy that they, they go to him. He can shoot threes. When they beat Arizona the first game, the conference game this year, he was 5 for 6 from the three-point line at 7 feet tall. He gives them an inside-outside presence. He's obviously an elite player. Uh, we've done a decent job on him since we've been here. And we got to. But they got a good team. He's not just him. Matson's a great shooter. Worcester yeah. is a great point guard. They're big. Stefanovic is huge. Uh, where's my guy? Anthony looks like uh, a bodybuilder. You know, a 6'6 bodybuilder. Like, they're yeah. physical. They're athletic. You know, he's done a good job. They've got good size. They remind me a lot of Stanford. Yeah. Madsen not afraid to shoot it. He, I mean, he's got the – does he have the eternal green light? He has the eternal green light. <laughs> yes. He has – we have a Syracuse guy here today, so he has the McNamara green light. Oh, he's he got the shoot McNamara anywhere. green light. He can shoot at half court, go right there, and everybody's like, well, what happened? Is it keep shooting? Dude has attempted 128 three-pointers already this year. Uh, that, that's a lot. That's a lot. Leads the Pac-12, but, um, you know, he makes – what, 37% of them? Yeah, high-level shooter. He's a, a major weapon. you got to know where he is at all times. And both these teams are a big challenge. You get one day in between, uh, you know, the altitude piece, being on the road. But we've been pretty good on the road. We've, we, we didn't win at the Arizonas, but we played better. And so we're looking for the opportunity. If we can play well, we'll put ourselves in position to win. You won the Anaheim tournament on the road. Do you, do you think there's something to um, that do you think there's something to maybe the chemistry that your team has the guys you're able to put on the floor on the road i think sometimes when you get on the road you know we don't have shoot around which is different that's something i learned from uh the great jim Beheim. uh and I, I i think you know just to be able to relax and be you know just it almost feels like you know when, when coaches are tired i couldn't imagine how the players feel yeah and so being on the road being able to get some sleep re-energize being on the road being with your teammates you know, that's a, that's an energy builder. That's a connector. And uh, that's why we've had a decent road record since we've been here. Yeah, well, some of these games are late, right? I mean, some of them are 9 o'clock. I wish it was time. 9 o'clock every night. We're actually pretty good. The scary games are afternoon. Yeah, yeah, looking. the ones that are like at 5 and 6 uh, o'clock. No, like 3 and noon. It's like, whoa, <laughs> are you up? I feel like I'm at home again trying to get my kids up on Sunday. Guys, come on, it's noon. Well, when we were in Tempe on the itinerary, breakfast was at like 10.30 a.m., which yeah. is fantastic. So. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the 9 o'clock game was like, all right, let's go. But uh, head coach Mike Hopkins here uh, wrapping up our MLK edition of the Husky Basketball Coaches Show live at Chinooks. Thanks to Tina Langley and Elise Woodward who are here as well. Lane and Vern, excellent cod. Great food as always. Appreciate you. Appreciate all you Husky fans, Husky Nation, for showing up. Dogs are on the road at Colorado, 6 p.m. tip-off, 5.30 pregame. Thursday night right here on the home of the Huskies, the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each week throughout the season to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show has been presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network. 